You are listening to Thunderbolt Sports Talk. Here are your hosts, Charlie Adams and Timothy Yee. Welcome to episode number five of season two of Thunderbolt Sports Talk. We are back and better than ever. It's time to resume the action here. Coming off of a good episode four and... Our sports seasons have wound down pretty much, but there's still things to talk about. Of course, we're bringing you this episode here live from our normal location in Cranston East, right off of Mr. LeBanca's room. I'm Charlie Adams and joined by Tim Yeen, as always. How are you doing, Tim? Um, doing great, Chaz. First of all, happy March. You know, we made it. Uh, there's only March, April, May. Yep. You know, do we have to stay June or? No. No. So March, April, May, and then uh, we're done here at Cranston East, which is kind of crazy to say, uh, considering how long we've been here. Um, but yeah, we took the week off last week because it was February vacation. We didn't really feel like, you know, doing all of that. We didn't really, you know, feel like getting on that grind again. I feel like the, you know, the Miles Darkanti was special episode was special enough. And by the way, Miles Darkanti and company, a 2-0 win over Central High School. They are advancing to the semifinals now. They're going to be playing at any Tech um, versus Cherahoe on March 2nd, a.k.a. this Saturday, a.k.a. tomorrow. Um, so congratulations to them. Congratulations to Coach Mr. Danforth. Congratulations to Miles. Congratulations to Justin Mazenalier, who I've been getting the wrong spelling all season. It was like an R instead of the N. Uh, you know, and congrats to everyone on that Mario Kart team. They've really put in the hard work, and they've really done a good job representing our school. Um, yeah. And then on Tuesday, our Rocket League team got eliminated for nothing. So they're out to playoffs now. It's a bit of like uh, a 500 record all season, I think. You know, didn't really rack up too many. It was like it was comfortably mid enough to make the playoffs. So. That's really it. Yeah, they fell 4 nothing to pot against it. And that's really all the sports or the eSports that uh, we have to talk about. Yeah, ran down the seasons and eSports, the last team alive. And, you know, maybe uh, you can't really argue with it at, that much that Mr. Danforth is looking like an early coach of the year candidate <laughs> for Cranston East. I mean, they're really putting eSports on the map as Perhaps the premier sport here yeah. at Cranston High School East. Yeah, maybe the main reason to come to Cranston East is our illustrious eSports program. Um, you know, the Rocket League team could use a little bit of work. I mean, I know the Super Smash Bros. team uh, is always looking for some new people. I mean, Jazz, I know you're a fan of but unfortunately it didn't help out the team this year. So uh, they are always needing new talent. I mean, hopefully enough we get some more you know, sport esports into there. You know, some 2K, some Madden. Yeah, you know, there's definitely room to grow for esports. I know 2K was actually in there as a playable sport, just not as a real sport that has like a championship. But they were, I believe, the RIL was allowing people to sign up and maybe even play yeah. other schools in 2K games. I was kind of hoping for it to be like a five on five. 
what, do you, but it looks like it's it, just one v one play now. So. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, yeah, I thought it'd be like five v five, like actual basketball. And that's I, fu- it would be fun. And I guess if like a team didn't have enough players, would like the CPU take over or? Yeah, I mean they do have like the pro am game mode where you mm-hmm. can play in the park with your my player, or you could play like five on five with your own uh, yeah. NBA team and stuff. So there's definitely options and. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something to do later on, but for now, it looks like they'll stick with their sports. There's also a League of Legends team that we don't have, but it's an option for yeah. some schools. It doesn't seem like a popular one. Yeah, not here at Cranston East. Unfortunately, we're not known for our League of Legends program. Uh, also, we're not known for any people that play uh, League of Legends. Do you know anybody? Nope. Nope. So uh, that just shows you. Uh, the viewers, how much uh, we're not really, you know, doing League of Legends, no matter the the stench. Oh, wow. Uh, well, maybe they could put Tekken in there, and then maybe you'd be more interested. I know yeah. you're a big fan of that game. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in video games right now. You know, yeah. WWE, MLB, both dropping within like a week of the, each other. Yeah. Two of the big sports game companies dropping back to back with 2K and San Diego Studios and yeah. seems coming like a, off of all right years. Yeah, it seems like a hot game for video games this year. I mean, I'm hearing a lot about uh, Helldivers 2. Yeah, um, seen my brother playing it. Yeah, does it look good? I, I mean, I guess. it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. It's a PlayStation exclusive, so. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, PS exclusive? So. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I'm stuck right. on Xbox, but <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with it. It seems ah. like Cranston's really the yeah. all right, buddy. Seems like Cranston's really the yeah. main Xbox city in uh-huh. the entire United States when everyone else seems to use PlayStation. But yeah. Cranston, heavy community on Xbox. I don't know why. I don't know what advertising Xbox was doing. Microsoft yeah. might have targeted our city, but they did a good job at it because everyone seems to be on Xbox except I mean, you. I don't, I don't know. I mean, the Chens are on PlayStation. Um, you know, Cam Felici had a PlayStation. I mean, he's on PC now, but, you know, he has a PlayStation. Uh, or I don't even know if he has one anymore. I mean, he might have sold it off, but, yeah. I feel like it's just, you know, the Chaz, the friend group, you know. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, have you, have you like, There seen, seems to be always something happening Are you Are you, like, Xbox. connected to, like, the entire Cranston community to understand that? I mean, I've done a poll similar to the poll that I did during our student versus faculty game. Okay, so fraudulent. Okay. Let's talk about actual sports now. Uh, especially the one from two weeks ago, our student versus faculty basketball game. If you haven't seen it, the teachers once again put on a show. Uh, the students were given the opportunity to come back with a uh, Insane rule yeah. change. Insane rule change, but a necessary one because they were... They're getting walloped, uh, third quarter, second and third quarter. Jazz. I mean, the first quarter they were looking pretty decent, but yeah, it came out yeah. with the lead. The replay is available on the Fans Only Sports Network by with me and our producer, who doesn't seem to know how to find his way to this room today. I mean, Ashton Allison on the yeah. call. We were told we were told he set an alarm for your game, which you'll be covering later. Yeah, we'll uh, get but, into the yeah. RIIL Division One playoffs a little later for hockey. Yeah, but I guess uh, he doesn't plan on setting his alarm for actually going to his academic need. Yeah, well, I guess some people don't have their priorities straight. We'll see where that gets him mm. going forward. But 
you know, for that student versus faculty game, you know, last year, different group of seniors, same result. There was actually a closer game last year, mm-hmm. and was that, was that matched rule their change? performance. Was that rule change in place last year, too? No, I don't. I think they might have been just but I don't remember what the fourth quarter was like. I believe it might have been running clock the yeah, whole time. Running clock. I don't know if it was half the quarter like it was here mm-hmm. on our version of the game. I mean, it was running clock the whole time. Yeah. But for that fourth quarter, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I know this year it was a 4-minute fourth quarter and they said yeah. every single point that the student's score counts for 3 mm-hmm. and they still couldn't bring it back. They were also shooting a ton of threes with this new rule in place. Free throws turned out to be also worth three points, which I thought might have hurt them, and I thought they were going to take a while and it would count for one point. They were counting for three, so somebody got a six-point free throw, which was pretty good, mm-hmm. and they couldn't get it done. Another disappointing year. Yeah. And uh, now, now, now that we have two teams, it just brings up the conversation of which uh, teacher or student team was better. Um I, you, know, this does bring up a question, Chaz. You know, out of you, you've seen both the teacher teams. Uh, which one do you think had the better performance? Uh, I think it was definitely this year's team. You know, they had more talent going in, and they more had more talent going out. Minus Mr. Masterson's half a tooth, which well, that was talent. You know, you know, breaking out. I don't know about breaking out. Uh, I think that was stupidity breaking out. You're playing in a teachers versus students game and you're going full out for a loose ball that probably was going out are of you, bounds. Are you, are you not proud of, you know, the dedication effort being shown there, Chaz? Hey, I mean, yeah, I'd be proud, but you could have done it a little more gracefully. Hopefully yeah. that's fixed for that, next that, year. We'll that's see. the rough basketball that we miss here today, Chaz. I mean, you see the NBA, they're looking into – you know, whether the game has become too favorite on the offense, uh, some recent news. And then you see Mr. Masterson just going straight out for the ball, showing that dedication, showing that energy that the NBA so desperately needs, especially, you know, on All-Star Weekend, too, where they weren't showing much effort. Uh, and everyone was complaining, and everything sucked. Uh, besides the three-point contest, maybe the dunk contest. I mean, you know, the most popular event turned out to be or at least the most entertaining one turned out to be Sabrina versus Curry, and that was a good show. Yeah. I think Ionescu put on a great performance. It would have been good enough to win the men's or the real three-point yeah. contest that Damian Lillard brought home. Yeah, shooting from NBA range too, so that's like even more impressive. I mean, you'll still get the critics who say that they were shooting from the – or they were shooting with WNBA basketballs, but, I mean, come on. Yeah. You really expect somebody to go out there and shoot with a ball that they don't use mm-hmm. and do anything? I don't know. Yeah. You know, you pick up a girl's ball if you're used to playing with a men's ball, and it's not going to go well. I don't. It's not the best complaint, but I think it was a great yeah, showing. It's definitely, it's definitely my reason in uh, gym class. You know, that ball is just a little bit uh, too smooth for me to get a good handle on it, you know. Yeah, you know, usually I'm knocking down shots easily, but in gym class, I don't know. Something's up, I yeah, think. De- I, I mean, think. yeah, definitely definitely have not, like, whiffed on some drives. Yeah, you know, it's all right. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get better. Yeah. And it's just an adjustment period, but the, L- the LED court 
that they had for the Celebrity All-Star Game looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. They had the dunk contest, which was pretty bad, or at least Jalen Brown, who somehow made it way farther than he should have, looked pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he used his left hand to another, dunk the basketball. Another, another case of uh, a Celtic getting there when they shouldn't have. Oh, nice. Well, well the Heat, if Wait, you dunk, look at... I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what? He dunked on a... Uh, Kai seen that? And he's like kind of like a midget or something. Yeah, you know. He was sitting took down. The shortest person and told he, him to sit down, <laughs> but it's all right. The Heat, if we want to talk about that, are still clinging on to playoff hopes. They're the eighth seed, and that's where they reside right now. 13 and a half games back of who, Tim? The Frotics. Oh, I, I, what? The Celtics? Yeah. Celtics 46 and 12. Nine and one in their last ten, best team in the league by a pretty wide margin at this point. In the West, the Timberwolves are forty-two and seventeen, and leading the West. This Western Conference does not really look like I would expect it to. Maybe I don't know ball, but the Timberwolves, Thunder, and Nuggets being your top three currently in the West Conference, with the Lakers, Warriors, in the nine and ten slot. I don't know. Still some season left. We're past the all-star break from Indianapolis, but interesting to see how this season will wind down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to talk about the Miami Heat once again, I'm not too worried about them. They're always going to find a way to get it done. And, you know, I'm not worried. Last year we were the eighth seed. Look what happened. You know, got to the finals and fortunately lost, but, you know, we made it. We made it. Yeah, well. The Celtics the, were gracious enough to take the first three games off of that series. Yeah, but I mean that won't know, happen I mean, we, again. We, we, let them, we let them jog. We let them jog a little comeback, and then we showed them who's really the top. Who's really at the top of the East? Jimmy Butler. Mm. So, Jimmy Butler watching from his couch, along with a couple of friends over there in Miami. I mean, what's up with this aggression from Miami? Seem a little frustrated out there, pulling these suspensions, Tim. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call them, I wouldn't call it aggressive. I'd call it more of the love for the game of basketball, Chads. I mean, well, their know. passionate play earned them a nice yeah. suspension. Yeah, their passionate play earned them an unneeded suspension, uh, which either way was like a back to back. Jimmy Butler got some well needed rest time and some well needed fun time with Nikola Jovic uh, at a watch party. Making light of the situation, which I love about Jimmy Butler, who was uh, also featured in a uh, Fall Out Boy video mm. as his emo self. I think I can pull that up right now. And it was it was certainly a watch. Um, obviously, we can't play the song in fear of uh, our podcast just being taken down. So, but watch it. It's on X. It's on YouTube. Probably had to follow. Um, Fall Boy video, or was it Panic at the Disco? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Fall Out Boy. So, I, it was a good video. Good video. Yeah, well, you know, let's circle back to the Cranston East Sports because there is a big topic that went down. We talked about it prior on the program, and we've got some solid news now. We were predicting in last episode that Stanley Dunbar might be the option or the choice for Cranston East's coaching job. Mm-hmm. And after looking at Facebook, it seems like Dunbar 
was not going to take that job. And we now know who the new coach of the Cranston East football team is. It's going to be Jimmy Cook. He was with Ponagansett. He's with other teams. He's made the playoffs every year since 2014 and was in the Super Bowl with multiple schools during his tenure. He looks like he's hoping to come into this program and turn it around and turn it around fast. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Cook was kind of, you know, by the way, named, you know, was he named after the Drake song, Jazz? I think or he was came a, before the Drake song. Huh, that's interesting. You know, uh, some people also call him James Cook, so I guess we got the Bills running back, you know, too, as a a head coach. But, yeah, Jimmy Cook, a uh, little bit of controversy, but mostly unfounded claims kind of sort of thing. Um, You know, I like the hire. Uh, he's going to be a good guy to go around here. Um. Hopefully he does it with, you know, the talent. I heard, I read an article earlier, uh, seemed to really connect with the community, just like, you know, put the community all into one place. Hopefully he does that here with Cranston East, which, you know, has a very strong, very great community. I mean, we got 1,600 kids here wanting to see, you know, our teams winning, and this is step one right here. Next step is to... Again, like I said about, you know, Dunbar, you just motivate your guys and tell them to stick with the process and, you know, just stick with the mentality. We're going to win. Yeah, you know, I heard that they're already implementing the playbook, already coaching up and learning the new offense and defense that Cranston East will bring to the table in next year's matchups, dropping a division. There's a good chance that Cranston East could get something done. It seems like stars are somewhat aligning yeah. for a turnaround in the program and maybe a return to their winning ways mm-hmm. that passed us by, it seems. or It doesn't seem. They passed us by. We yeah. missed it. We missed, we, 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 missed basically, we missed basically all of it. We got one. We got one. Yeah, one. And, uh, and, uh, one senior night win. And, hey. One is better than none. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. And going to jump back now to the students versus teachers game. We had some TSM representation in there, and they didn't do anything. Yeah, they did gobbledygook. Um, Junior was out there chucking bricks. Larry started off hot and then disappeared for the rest of the game. And, oh, wow. I don't. I'm disappointed in Junior. I expected much more out of him. I've seen what he can do, and what he did that day was not what he can do. Larry, you heard post game after, didn't even guard up on Mr. Smith. Apparently, somebody else wanted to guard him more, and you saw how that ended up. Smith ended with six points. Eli Itkin, a new member of the roster, with 17. Was or I believe he had 15 and Jose Rico had 17, mm-hmm. but the Rico Itkin combo was killer for the teachers and yeah. that might be a dynasty to co- to just continue to rule the student versus teachers game forever. Yeah, if they stay here, um, I'm not gonna lie, it doesn't seem like we have a chance for the next couple of years until we get an actual good basketball player. You know, as part of our student roster. You know, I heard that Itkin had 
offers to play overseas basketball, and he passed them up, but now he is showing off his skills here. Yeah, showing off. Both of them could dunk. So yeah, Showing off the skills to, you know, these young children and uh, embarrassing them and tarnishing their futures and, you know, setting a bad precedent for graduating seniors, you know. Was it was it uh, self-inflicted on the students? Maybe. Um, but we're not going to get into the ifs and whats or, as you say, jazz the nuts and bolts of it. Um, but, yeah, um, Mr. Smith especially was embarrassing people on defense. I mean, you saw the Eston Fowler look on the attempted layup got absolutely gobsmacked by Mr. Smith. Yep. Um, obviously there. Definitely some big blocks coming down the court. Making impacts. Yeah. And, yeah, it was a great game, an entertaining yeah. one, but yeah. not the result for the students, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look like it. But we're talking about our sports. We're talking about professional sports. We got some sports starting, some sports ending. The main sport starting up, of course, is the MLB, which brings into question what will Tim be able to talk about once MLB is the only sport that's on, he won't have to deal with it for too long, but it's going to be interesting to find out. The spring training is starting up, and the pants are as see-through as ever. Yeah. Uh, I saw one of the pictures on X, formerly known as Twitter, um, on the Fanatics pants, and they were not pretty. You could you could see stuff through them, Chaz. I mean, they were, def- they were definitely objects. Yeah, you know, part, of the, part of the human male body that you know you could most look at. Seems like most hitters are starting two and zero that see in their at bats. If you follow what I'm trying to say. All right. Yeah, we're definitely gonna. This is definitely the end of the podcast, everyone. Um, what? You know. What's wrong with that? We're gonna we're gonna get yeah demonetized. It's a we're, gonna, we're gonna get. <laughs> gonna get a. Yeah, well, we're gonna get. We're gonna get. Blocked, uh, you know, like Mr. Smith does. Um, so we apologize in advance if we do get any comments on that. Um, well, Tim's idea for when the MLB is the only thing on is to cover the NFL draft extensively. The NFL draft, and there's still NBA basketball, you know, during that time, Chaz. We're here well, until May. I mean, playoff. I mean, the NBA is still going on. So I'm not too worried, Chaz. I'm not too heard. worried at all. We heard some news about the Patriots in the NFL draft, maybe leaning quarterback in that for Bill Belichick, yeah. he was big on Jaden Daniels. Yeah, not only drafting a quarterback, but finding a veteran QB to be the bridge. Uh, I've heard Joe Flacco is one of the options to you know, be a part of the potential process of mentoring whoever the Patriots draft at three. And then, you know, Flack will leave out to somewhere else. If he plays good, he plays good. You know, if he plays horrible, I mean, we're all going to be chanting to start the rookie. Well, you know, personally, I, in an ideal world, recommend going with Tom Brady. But I understand that might not be an option. Mm-hmm. I think it would be the best one, though. Even in his old age, I saw he was planning on running a 40-yard dash. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. You know, this, There's also a quarterback out there who's been in the headlines, who is available to pick up, Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. You know, he seems to be putting in the work. 
getting his hands right for maybe a starting job, Tim. Yeah, maybe getting his hands right for, you know, defending himself against what appears to be, you know, some sort of like a an attack on Newton. It had to be separated by the, you know, security and whatnot. Uh, a couple of guys ran up to the stage and I guess started whacking at him. Uh, Cam was able to survive the, the onslaught, even keep his hat on. He is a mobile so, quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he's been he's been through the works as an NFL quarterback. I mean, he was running out. He was running away. F- he was running, you know, from what, 300-pound guys for a reason. Yeah, you know, so, Newton rolled out of the pocket, evaded the blitzers, yeah, and then even did came a back s- with a little left jab, right hook yeah. action, and got it done. So, yeah, going to be talking about that on Funky Friday. Standing on business in his own seven-on-seven football camp. And, Tim, I know that you were going down the rabbit hole of podcasts. Yeah. And you fell upon the Nightcap podcast hosted by Ocho Cinco and Shannon Sharp. I've seen clips from it. Mm -hmm. And Shannon Sharp is kind of tweaking on it. I don't know what he's (laughs) saying on this podcast, and I don't know how it's being aired. But I know you also were able to. Find your way. What were your thoughts about the Nightcap podcast? Yeah, so let me let me just explain first how I got into, you know, this whole. I mean, I was playing Civ with some of my friends from Providence. Um, it's, you know, it's one of those games where I'm staying up until 2 a.m. to, you know, just get some more progress done because it's a pretty, it's like, it's an easy game to, you know, maneuver with, but, you know, hard to be good at. So, and it's also addicting. So, hmm. That's how I got there. I was just tired of listening to music all day. You know, I just wanted a little bit of uh, some guys talking. And that's how I ended up with, you know, listening to some podcasts from all over, you know, mainly sports. Um, and then I got to Nightcap, and, you know, it was going pretty good so far until they were talking about how, you know, uh, there was, like, this fact or whatever that, um, you know, couples have or married couples have happy relationships when they're, you know, publicly farting, I guess. And then they'd gone to like a 10 to 15 minute, I don't even know if it's, it might have been more than 15 minutes, you know, a conversation about whether that's disgusting or just, you know, or a good thing for people to do. Um, and I was just flabbergasted, like the entire, the entire segment of the podcast. For, for the entire segment of that podcast and it's uh it was it was certainly interesting i'm not i don't have an opinion on it i mean maybe our maybe you watching at home has an opinion does does farting maybe maybe you're married yeah married couples uh ask me this does farting in public next to each oh other have Where is uh, this episode going? more positive effect on relationship statuses uh, please let me know in the All comments right. or through responses or through anything. All right. So I think we're going to have to uh, make sure that there's no availability for you to respond to that question. I don't know <laughs> what's been going yeah, on. Yeah, it's going to be the Q&A down below after you smash that like button. You go to the Q&A section and say, married couples, oh, is know. your relationship happier if you guys fart next well, to each other? Jesus. Tim, I have a question for you. Yeah. Did you ever consider listening to Thunderbolt Sports Talk? Yeah, I mean, I listened to a couple of seconds of it. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> nice. You just wanted to hear that intro again before moving yeah. on to yeah, I mean, I, Ocho and Shannon. I, I listened to the latest episode or then latest episode 
uh, which was, uh, you know, the two weeks prior. Um, you know, and then I got tired of listening to my voice. So, oh, nice. Well, you know, we always talk about it. The ELA class that takes place right after this one with the star or one of the stars of the student versus faculty game, Mr. Smith. And, you know, over vacation, it was a good reset point, a good time to relax and Or write cool an essay. It. Yep. Or write an essay, you know. Somebody's going to do it every every year. There's going to be yeah. somebody assigning the essay over vacation, yeah. the project over vacation. But you don't expect it to be Mr. Smith. And, geez. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think everyone got it done for the most part. But Yeah. Hopefully everyone got it done in a positive manner. Uh, and also would be the nice time to bring it back a little bit and would like would love to, you know, pull open an investigation on the true baldness of Mr. Smith. Maybe it's just a bald cap to gain an unfair advantage towards the teacher side. Um, wow. You know, Pulling the bald Mr. Smith, I'm, wa- I'm watching you. You know, I'm watching your steps. And, you know, that Eston Fowler block was, you know, really, 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 really skillful there. You know, it was like if – it's almost like if Eston was blinded by the sheer baldness of Mr. Smith like Caden Holton was last year. So hmm. we're going to have to – we're going to have to make an order for some hair growth right uh, for next year. Well, I did not expect that one out of you, but Lord of the Flies, persuasive essay. There were five prompts to choose from, or if the fifth being – choose the topic and went with the first one seemed like the easiest one i think a lot of people did because it required the least amount of quotes you know i think i pretty much got to four quotes we required three but i'm an overachiever uh, or, so you, or so there were six did, paragraphs so you did the same work as my as the second prop that i chose which was who'd make the best leader on the island which i said jack because everyone else there is a Horrible, horrible person that does not deserve any leadership skills. Well, we saw how Jack led, and he killed multiple people. But I mean, but he I kept guess. things under control, though. They were not surviving with him. What do you mean? Seems like a they bad call ha- out they of They were you. happy. They were f- having fun. They might have killed a person, maybe two. But in the end of the day, he was keeping them under control. He was keeping them under control. And, you know, with Ralph, he was kind of... On a road to basically nowhere until it was Jack that was like, hey, let's burn the forest to make sure that there's a ship there. And it might have yeah, been well, accidental. Okay. Yeah. But it's better it than the little midget fire that, you know, Ralph tried to create, which was then ignored by Jack's people because Ralph did not have any macho in him. He did not have any sort of, you know, authoritative control. And. He never showed that chance. He never showed that. He was yelling and, you know, being a little whiny baby about it, but he never really laid down the work or stood on business. All right. Well, you know, I think I might have to go with Simon. He's connected with the spirits above, and that could help him. You know, he yeah. was talking to the Lord of the Flies. No one else got to talk to the Lord of the Flies, but more, he did. I think it was more psychedelics than... You know, hey. connecting with nature, Chaz. We know a lot of leaders in history who have been crazy. And sometimes they're the best leaders. So, I don't know. I think it's an <laughs> can all you, right. Can you name an example? I probably shouldn't. And 
Also, we watched the Castaway movie, the film that stars Tom Hanks, and it was a good one. Its conclusion drew up some drama Yeah. in how he came back after being supposedly dead for years, and his wife moved on. People yeah. say it was quick. People are doing quick. the math, saying, how did she get pregnant and have a kid already? It must have been a quick move on. And there's getting a lot of heat on his former significant other. Four years. Yeah, it was four years, but four years. You know, if our producer Ashton was here, he could tell it better. But he's not. But he was saying, you know, you gotta grieve, you gotta hold out hope, and then you gotta grieve the loss, and then you gotta move on, Mm -hmm. and then have a kid. It doesn't add up. He thinks that they're not loyal, and (laughs) you know, he might be right, but it's all right. You know, Castaway yeah. was a good film. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed and it. I guess, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. Um, I watched it previously before. You know, we watched, you know, Castaway in class. Good yeah. movie. Good movie. Uh, anything with Tom Hanks, like I said, fantastic movie. And we can also say that Castaway is allowed to be talked on Thunderbolt Sports Talk because they had a, a little football reference at the end. Mm. Uh, the yeah. Tennessee Titans. They also had a volleyball. Yeah. Wilson. Grew some hair. Looked pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good volleyball. Yeah, it seemed that uh, seemed that uh, Tom Hanks really left behind, you know, the wife quickly. Yeah, well, we can see that he repurchased the volleyball at the end of the film, and the wings and all of everything. He was at a crossroads, and yeah, so it was pretty good, pretty good time in Mr. Smith's class. We missed Wednesday's class, but on Monday we started to really. Tighten up the plans for the research project and got our theses in early. Did well on those. Yeah. Glad everyone is very keenly I think we, interested I think we were in the, our I grade. think we were the only ones. We might have been one of the few that actually got like a 25 out of 25. You you got the true 25 out of 25. I got the 25 with asterisk. Yeah. The 25, but uh, it was a little bit too uh, yapperish. With, yeah. Uh, well, you know. Sometimes it's what comes to you first. You know, you take time to think about it. Maybe you'll stray from the path. Who knows? We did it. We did it well. And why we weren't in class Wednesday was to visit the University of Rhode Island for a communications-specific tour or at least a day of activities to better understand what URI has to offer. And it's looking like a pretty good option. I can't lie. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say anything until, you know, I make – make my decision up fully mm-hmm. but yeah it was good showing from uri you know wished you know be me and you both wished that we could have seen a little bit more you know especially the the weather wasn't really yeah. cooperating or it would have been maybe a no-brainer to just go over and walk there but a rainy day yeah try to try to get into the rec center yeah, yeah then, couldn't uh, find a door found the door after it, it was yeah. too much we walked around the whole building but mm-hmm. too soaked to go in and i don't know what was on the other side I don't know. Maybe there was a key card and only I could have got in and not you. But we never got that far. You know, they have a lot of things to offer. I heard they broadcast on ESPN Plus. Well, I knew that, but I didn't know for sure that it was students doing it. I checked their latest basketball game that actually happened the day that we were there. Mm -hmm. Two juniors on the call. And, you know, there's probably more people in the booth and in the production area, that they have a nice facility, a brand new since 2019 facility built to support that. And 
Yeah, it looks great. It looks like a very intriguing option at this point. And I think we can move on now to our final topic of the day. Yeah. Well, before we get to that, you know, you know, I have to say it as hugest shout outs to, oh. you know, our URI guys. You know, the guys that attended URI or are currently attending URI from the fans of Lee Sports Network, Tim Duffy, you know, the Matt dog. Fusinos. Yeah, Matt Rutsinos, Matt AV, you know, worked with him for Holy Cross versus, I believe, UMass. And that was fun to work with him. Uh, told me that to actually power on the Jackery, so. What? You? I mean, I, I thought I pressed the right button. I guess I, guess I didn't. I, I guess First I didn't. First time. First time, huh? Yeah, first time he's in the Jackery. A little bit, a little bit confused, but you know. All right. Well, at least you got there eventually. Yeah. And speaking of fans only sports, broadcasting the RIL Division One boys ice hockey full regular season, and that coverage didn't stop there. We've got the preliminary games all done and finished. Quarterfinals start today in the prelims. You know, Pilgrim took on. Moses Brown and had a seemingly easy road to victory, but it got a little shaky at the end. They held on for a pretty solid win. And the big thing was in the other side where East Greenwich Tollgate, a brand new co-op, somehow in the playoffs with two wins on the year, took on the 8-8 eight and eight Mount St. Charles Mounties in their final year in the Rhode Island Interscholastic League. After winning about 900 championships in hockey, 30 in a row or something crazy, they beat Mount St. Charles. So EGTG beats Mount St. Charles 4-2 to two and moves on to the quarterfinals. And that's where it comes to the playoff format for this league is absolutely bonkers. I don't know yeah, what listen, we're doing. I don't, I don't know what's up to the playoff format. I mean, it could have been just like how many teams are there? In There's 10 teams. In and five in each division? I don't even know. I mean, how it's separated. All I know is only two teams didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That if, was Cumberland I'm and saying, North if, Kingstown. If, but. If you might as well just have everyone in the playoffs at that point. I mean, D2, I mean, like, it's like everyone is in there. Everyone's in the D2 playoffs too. Seems and. like a lot of these RIIL playoffs are just – Nearly every team in it. Like, what's the point of the regular season? I'm about to just sit my team, mm-hmm. have them play some games yeah, somewhere else the, or do something. Do the bare minimum for like the first three games. Hopefully, playing load management until yeah. we make it into the play-in. You can, I mean, some no. of these teams like Prout lost one game this year. Hendrickson lost one game this year. The Crusaders are the one seed due yeah. to the Prout versus Hendrickson matchup yeah. with Prout winning, but. Prout could have won four games mm-hmm. and still be in in the same spot. Yeah, maybe not the same opponent, but I mean, come on. Yeah, like I th- I thought I me personally like I thought that you know the workload would have been you know too much you know because they have like five games going on tonight or whatever. Yep. And I thought it would be like you know the top three teams from each division get in the top one from you know both sides get like a little bye, and then it's up to you know the two teams. I assume it's like is it like a series? It's like best yeah, of the quarterfinals is a best of three, or yeah, best of three. So yeah, you get two wins and you yep. advance. And yeah. the semifinals is one game, and finals is one game after a play-in one-game series. So interesting format. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, interesting. I mean, they play back to back to back if necessary, or I think they might play game three on a Monday. I don't know if they're going to go on a Sunday. 
So right now, East Greenwich Tollgate takes on Bishop Hendrickson, with Bishop Hendrickson being the higher-seeded team. I'll be on the call tonight yeah. for that game. You know what? I, I guess. You know what? I'm going to root for EGTG to win it all this be year. Why not? a Titanic upset. Why, it would be why not? Straight up, Furnham beating Virginia in March Madness, which is coming up soon, and it's exciting. We'll get more coverage going into that when it comes closer into view, but it is March, so, of course, March Madness is right around the corner. Smithfield takes on LaSalle. Both of these teams play in the same venue, so... No movement for home versus away besides benches for that one. LaSalle's the number three seed with, I believe, two losses on the year. One to Prout, one to Hendrickin, another one to Hendrickin in non-league play. But should be a good matchup there. Have the great George Bannister on the call for those. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of, we're going to have a lot of uh, championships also. Uh, you know, PFC, the divisional championships yep. that, or the D1 Championship at, you know, for the basketball, at least. Boys basketball going to be at the Amp. So that's going to be a huge environment to play in. Um, you know, Schneider Arena. You Great know, venue. I, yeah, I mean, we've both been there a couple of times. We've enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. You know, a little bit, you know, not too much going on, you know, in terms of, you know, on the inside. But, you know, still a great, great place to watch some hockey. And then... The final two quarterfinal matchups are Burville versus Barrington, your four and five seeds. They are one game separated in the standings. Burville has one of the best rinks in the state, in my opinion. It's pretty far from us, but Levy Rink over in Burville is a great place. And Barrington has one of the worst rinks. They play at Portsmouth Abbey, which is a prep school, but seemingly, which we seem to learn during our fall, fall time doing peak performance prep hockey, all these prep schools, besides Mount St. Charles apparently, just keep their rinks freezing cold and not much room to broadcast. So you're going to have to go up a ladder in Portsmouth Abbey to get on top of the scorer's box, and you're going to have to pass all the equipment back and forth. It's going to be fun. I cannot wait. Mm. I could definitely wait. I wish I wasn't on that game. Yeah. But I will be doing that game on Saturday at Portsmouth Abbey because Barrington plays there. They're the lower seed. That's their home game. All right, moving on. Prout versus Pilgrim, the one versus the eight. Pilgrim, of course, won that play-in versus Moses Brown. They play at URI today. And then tomorrow they'll play at Sayer Rink right in Warwick, Rhode Island. I'll be there as well. So it's going to be a busy day Saturday. Get a good day off Sunday. Go down to the Cape with the family. But that's your Division One boys ice hockey update. Maybe the most in-depth we've gone all season. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty solid slate of games. I know Tim will be busy over at Cranston East. Or here. Yep. Or over at the gym. Weird, uh, weird choice of grammar. I'm gonna have to. Mr. Smith is gonna have to listen to that. So you apologize, Mr. Smith, in advance. Wow. So. I just talked for a long time in a row with not much breath and had to let out a cough there. Sorry, but oof, I was taking a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you're all right, Chaz. I know, I know the hockey we'll get climates right. that you've been, you know, accustomed to are kind of difficult here in a warm green room like this. Yeah, you know, Mr. Lebanka's. Looking forward to baseball season. We're gonna get some good graphics going up for that, and hopefully yeah. 
have the best presentation possible that VMEX allows for. Yeah, unfortunately, I won't be able to use them for half the spring season. So that's fun. Oh, yeah. Another question mark with the program is Tim Yeen abandoning us for pretty much the entire month of April. We'll see. You know, it'll be interesting to see how things go. Maybe I can bring on some guest hosts who actually know yeah. something about baseball. You know, or, or we or might just have to yeah, let Ash talk. Yeah, if your producer comes in on uh, time. But, yeah, that's a little shaky because he doesn't show up. Ashton, if you hear this, do better. All right. Tim, yeah. sign us off. Episode number five of season two yeah. in the books. We've got a new head coach at Cranston East. Got some Division One playoffs in boys ice hockey. We got some playoffs in esports. We got some news in baseball. Couple of nuts and a couple of bolts. Mm-hmm. Tim, sign us off. Yeah, Alan Chen is a better word on and hard work works. Hmm. Interesting.